Chugarado Live, featuring John Setting. Uh, this week we're going to talk to Piff the Magic Dragon. And this, this dude who we initially wanted to have on so we could make fun of him about how wrong he was. But now it turns out that the guy might be right. And he's an author of a book about why everyone's wrong about Jameis Winston. Yeah, you know, there was a time where I thought this dude was uh, was not right. But yeah, he's writing it. Let me find the name of it. Uh, he is the author of the book entitled Jameis Winston Derangement Syndrome. How the media causes us to overlook the start of a Hall of Fame NFL career. And of course, we laughed at that a few weeks ago. But I don't know if it's Bruce Arians' offense, Byron Leftwich's play calling, or just Jameis's evolution as a player. But I will tell you, he looked pretty damn amazing this past week as the Bucks put up 50 points. I will say, I never bought into the, the media's bias against Jameis because I thought he brought everything on himself. I don't feel like they're talking enough about what he's doing currently. I mean, he he did carve up the Rams' defense on Sunday. Like, like, I just don't feel like the good is as good as the bad was. Like, when he was doing bad things, they piled on. Sure. And now that he's showing, you know, some hope, we're not hearing a lot about it. I think they need a larger sample size, and I think if you see him do it for a couple more weeks, then you'll see him jump on the Jameis train. But you're right. I mean, his off... His off-field decision-making has definitely affected the way the media perceives him. All right. Every day at 3 o'clock, we invite you to go plucking in our prize patch. Since today starts Shocktober, we invite you to go plucking in our pumpkin prize patch. Up for grabs today and hopefully every day, 50 bucks to spend at PDQ. Now, make it a full fall meal by getting yourself the new crispy turkey sandwich with cranberry dressing as well as herbed mayonnaise sweet potato waffle fries with spiced marshmallow dipping sauce and a pumpkin spice milkshake that'll satisfy even Linus Van Pelt clutching his blanket waiting for the great pumpkin who never came I thought Linus was so stupid. I was not a Linus fan. Was he the dirty one? That's Pigpen. Oh. Linus Van Pelt was uh, the one Sally Brown, Charlie's brother, or Charlie's sister, had a crush on. He carried a security blanket with him everywhere. Oh, what a little bitch. Yeah. I, I, I never understood the value of Linus in the Charlie Brown Peanuts universe. Other than, of course, he was the one who would wait. Maybe he represented blind faith. You know what I mean? Like, waiting in the pumpkin patch, knowing that the great pumpkin probably wasn't going to show himself, yet doing it anyway. Maybe I should love Linus a little bit more than I do because he represents faith. I think we all got a little Linus in us. What the hell did you just say? So today's game... I think we all have a little Linus in us. It's not as easy to say as you think it is. I think we all have a little Linus in us. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Today's game, Halloween's or made for teens. Shocktober begins 
with a list of actors and actresses who have either been in a Halloween film or associated with the Halloween film. And, and when we say Halloween film, we mean Halloween, like Michael Myers' Halloween, not just a film that is a Halloween-themed movie. Right, not trick or treat, etc. We mean a Halloween movie. They have either been in or been associated with it. Or these actors and actresses have been in a teen drama. Could be. I don't want to give any away. Say about the Drew Grab Alive, who are you? From the 813, hello. This is Tony. Tony, how's your day so far, pal? I'm doing great. John for EP, by the way. I agree with you. Co-sign on that, sir. Um, when it comes to PDQ, do you have a go-to menu item? Um, just the chicken tenders. I'm tenders are good. No, tenders, yeah, no, hey, that's what the butt is, brother. Are you all right? Did you stroke out before the show, and we're just now seeing the effects of that? I are don't you know. okay? It's, yeah, I'm good. You just said they know where their <laughs> burner, burn, burn, burn. Uh, yes, the the tenders is where their bread is buttered, John. Thank you. Uh, you get them grilled, you get them fried, whatever you want, crispy. I mean, I'm just excited about the game. That's I can all. tell you are. You that's you've all. assembled a great that's great all. list for us. Okay, sir, your first name, Catherine Langford. Halloweens or just for teens? Just for teens. She played Hannah Baker in 13 Reasons Why, a show that I have zero reasons why I never watched beyond season one because I thought season one was good, but I just lost interest. I guess there's only so much teen suicide I can handle. What are they up to now? Like three? More than that? I think they're on the third or maybe even the fourth, or I have no idea. I stopped watching uh, in season two. It seemed so kind of self-contained. Like, it didn't seem like it, there was room for there to be more seasons. I agree. They're di- they didn't need more. No, it would have been best if they just left it alone. You ready, sir? Yes, sir. Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Halloweens or just for teens? Just for teens. I'm sorry. Josh Hartnett was in H2O, Halloweens, 727-579-1025, and 800-771-1025. Drew Grab Alive, who are you? Hey, it's Anthony. How are you guys doing? Anthony, we're great. Thank you very much. How's the weather out there in the 352? It's not too bad. Actually, I'm in, I'm, I've got a hot job. I'm in Zephyr Hills right now walking around in the sun. Hot job. What do you do with your hot job, sir? I pick up traps from parking lots. Oh, my God almighty. What an existence. Does our show at least provide you with a little bit of comfort while you're out there doing that? It provides me with all the comfort, Drew. Thank you, man. What do you want to do with the rest of your life? Like, when you wake up in the morning, what do you dream about doing? Uh, I mean, not really too sure. Kind of like kind of dealing with the whole existential dread of not knowing what I'm doing with my life. Okay. Well, I mean, the first step is to figure out what you need to make you happy. Like, what, what things that you do... Fill your soul with joy. What really fulfills you? Uh, I enjoy the draw. I actually have a bachelor's in uh, fine art. A lot of good that's doing me right now. Okay. All right. Good. So, see, that's something. Is it just something that you went to school for? Or is it something that you truly enjoy exploring when it comes to uh, creative fulfillment? I truly enjoyed it, but school kind of beat that enjoyment out of me and made it a, uh, a job. I get that. It was so, yeah. Well, here, here you go. Here's my free advice for you. And I know you didn't ask, and I'm sorry to get all up in your biz, but I, I like seeing people happy and fulfilled, and I want this to happen for you. So while you're out there picking up trash, conceptualize 
what what your next art project looks like, what what you want to draw that you want to call attention to. Then in your downtime, when you're not picking up trash in the parking lot, you sit there and you work on that piece, right? And you do it until you're you're really happy with the outcome, and you find a way to make money off that piece, and that starts the dominoes falling over. And before you know it, you're saying farewell to the world of sanitation removal and hello to the world of lucrative art dealings. Sounds like a solid plan, Drew. I'm no Gary V, sir, but I try to motivate people, and I hope that you can find something fulfilling. All right, let's get you 50 bucks to spend at PDQ on anything you see fit. I'm rooting for this guy, John. I want full disclosure. I'm rooting for this yeah, guy. Yeah, he's bad news. I can feel it. I, I, what, do you, what do you mean he's bad news? Yeah, I don't know. It's like he's like got somebody held in his basement or something real bad. Oh, uh, man, if I just gave you hope in this world and you got somebody in your basement, I'm going to feel real betrayed, sir. Okay, here we go. You ready? I'm ready. Halloween's or just for teens? Jamie Walters. Jamie Walters. Halloween's or just for teens? Halloween's. My good man, Jamie Walters, was Ray Pruitt on the television program Beverly Hills 90210. Later uh, made a little uh, step over to the Heights uh, where he was Ray Pruitt. And, of course, they had this song, How Do You Talk to an Angel? And I'm sorry, he was just for teens. Wow. But I want you to take my advice and, and, and explore your artistic side, sir. I most certainly will. And one more thing. Yeah. Um, uh, John, a little while ago, mentioned Liquid Mountain Death Water. Yeah. And that's actually uh, comes from a cartoon show that's on Adult Swim called Mr. Pickles, which is about a dog who is the spawn of Satan. Oh, all right. Thank you very much. Wow. I appreciate that. I don't know where to start. Jamie Walters. You know the best thing about Jamie Walters? His character, Ray Pruitt, got to throw Donna Martin down a flight of stairs, one of the greatest moments in television history. I am not a fan of violence against women. I don't think it's right. But I will say of all the television characters who I was happy to see be thrown down a flight of stairs, Donna Martin graduate, she was number one. What did she do to deserve that? Lipped off. She got a little lippy with Ray well, about his anger problem. That's the thing. Never confront a man about his anger problems near the stairs. John, you dole out some wise words. <laughs> Few wiser than those. And then Valerie Malone saw the whole thing go down, too. She didn't say anything for a long time. She kept her mouth shut. And I think she started banging Ray. Oh, really? I think so. She would bang everybody on that show. She was a salute. Wow, even after he pushed that other woman down the stairs. Well, I mean, girls love a bad boy. That is true. How bad's too bad, though? Pushing you down the stairs. How do you talk? Drew Grab Alive from the 727, where the Honorable Rick Kreisman presides over. Hello. Hey, Drew. Hi. What's your name? Doug. Doug, how's your day today so far, bud? Pretty good. Pretty good. Excellent. Glad to hear that. You ready to win 50 bucks to spend at PDQ? Yes, I am. All right. Well, you're going to do it with a little game John was good enough to call Halloweens or Made for Teens. These are people who are in Halloween movies or teen dramas. Ready? I am. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, Halloweens or just for teens? Halloweens. Paul Rudd was in uh, The Curse of Michael Myers, which I don't even know what that is. Terrible. That's oh, what that is. All right. Yeah, when I was digging through all the Halloween movies, I didn't know there was as many as there are. And there's a lot that d don't even fit into the actual 
storyline. Yeah, we'll have to do a Freddy Krueger one this month too, because yeah. like, because uh, there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of those movies too. Those Freddy Kruegers, you lose track after the first two or three. But there's one with uh, Tom Arnold and Roseanne Barr. Both of them? Yeah, I think so. Oh man, I got. Yeah, it was that. when they were. It was when they were a thing. I gotta get my Roseanne fix. Would they be the most annoying couple with whom to have a threesome? Like, like, would you just die? Would they be the opposite? Of Rhea Perlman and Danny DeVito, because Rhea Perlman and Danny DeVito, it wouldn't be the hottest threesome you could have, but they're nice people. Uh, I don't know if I could if I could trade out Tom Arnold for John Goodman, I'd be totally down. Right, you can't. It's Tom Arnold. It's not John Goodman. Yeah, I, I, Tom does nothing for me. So I mean, yeah, you know, it's bad for a few different reasons. You know, he was he was good on Sons of Anarchy. Tom Arnold. He was like that porn dealer or whatever. You never watched it. Nope. Great show. All right. You're one for one. You got to get the tick. You got to get the tack. You got to get the dough. Adam Brody. Adam Brody. Halloweens or just for teens? I'm going to go with just for teens. He played Seth Cohen of the television program, The O.C. That's two. He's got two. Two. The O.C., a fantastic show. Maybe even rivals the better seasons of Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, wow. Here we go. For all the money. You ready? All right. Danny McBride, Halloweens, or just for teens? Danny McBride. I'm going to guess Halloweens. He wrote the newest film. You got yourself 50 bucks if you need to get. That's so wild that he wrote that movie. Yeah, that is kind of strange. I'm glad he's not in it because then I don't have to watch Danny McBride playing Danny McBride in a Halloween movie, which is the only role he knows. No, he's actually Michael Myers, I think. <laughs> I can see a wisecracking Michael Myers. Uh, it, uh. All right, uh, hang on. What's your uh, go-to at PDQ, my good man? Uh, it's always the tenders. There you go. Like everyone else. All right. All right, very good. Uh, we were talking about sodas before, John. PDQ, they've got that freestyle soda machine. Oh, you can't go wrong there. So, so it's you a know. lot. It's, it can be overwhelming at times. So, you know, you got a, you got a million different choices. It can be overwhelming. I find myself going, do I want Fanta Fruit Punch? Do I want Cherry Coke Zero? Uh, since we have a minute or two left, I think every day in October – we should make a Shocktober uh, film rep, uh, recommendation for people. Oh, like who, a scary movie. Yeah, because, you know, it's a, it's a month of watching scary movies. And I recommend one that I saw for the first time last year. We talked about it quite a bit. Terrifier. If you want to watch something, if your goal is to be disturbed, all right? If your goal is to be disturbed, then watch this terrifying film called Terrifier. The clown is the most, he makes it look like Bozo. I mean, Pennywise. Look like Bozo. You you haven't seen this, I haven't have seen it, but when you were going through that stretch of watching scary movies, there was another scary movie that you watched that I did watch, and it was like somebody turned into something, like they put on a, like they turned into an old a clown or something. Are you with me? Yes. It was like a jacket that the guy found in the basement, and yes. then it turned into his skin. Yeah, I don't remember what that one was. Uh, well, you recommended that one, too, and it's good. So Okay, we'll do that out. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, that was the one where there, there, there was someone buying a house. Please, someone help us out with this one. Someone buying a house, and in the house, there was a, a clown outfit, and when you put the clown outfit on, I guess that turned him into a murderer, right? Yeah, a murderous, uh, yeah, and then, then the it became like his skin. He couldn't take the coat off. Right. Oh, man, I need to know the name of that movie. Because Terrifier, I think, is a good one to start off with. A uh, budget of $100,000 and uh, a maniacal clown terrorizes three young women and everyone else in his way on Halloween night.
Uh, you, do you want the name of that movie? Because I just yeah. found it. it. It was very hard to find. Uh, the name of that movie is called Clown. I'm feeling kind of dumb right now. Clown. Clown. So, you know, you, know, you got a couple options. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. So, we, uh, so then we'll... We'll, we'll make two recommendations for the first day of Shocktober. Also, Pumpkin Spice Day for those of you scoring at home. And those two recommendations are both clown movies, one Terrifier, one clown, both super disturbing. I'm going to watch Terrifier. Like, that, the, like, that's one of those movies that everybody says is just really, really scary. Because I don't think movies are scary anymore. Right. And our goal is to find truly scary movies. Like, when I grew up, the movie Fright Night was one of my favorites because it it had the perfect blend of scary, yet at the same time a little bit funny. I don't remember much of the plot. I remember that I saw it no less than three times uh, at the movie theater. Not the reboot that they did a couple of years ago, but the original uh, Fright Night. And I'm I'm going circa eighty five, eighty six for that one. Do you know about a movie called The Willies? The Willies. The Willies. I do not. It was a uh, yeah, it was it was a movie that I watched when I was little, and it was a scary movie. But it was like lots of different stories within, the, like it was like kids camping, and then they start telling stories, and Ooh. the stories are within the movie. I like that. But uh, it says it's a comedy horror film. Uh, but there's a, uh, I can't I can't give anything away because there's all lots of uh, good little little secrets in there. But like, they feed. Uh, it turns out the school was feeding the kids fried rats. That was one of the oh. stories. Okay. So fun stuff like that. I like I like little uh, vignettes. I think that's what Halloween is for. The Simpsons always gets that just right with their Treehouse of Horror. Drew Grab Alive, who are you? Uh, my name is Bo. Hey, Bo. Pleasure to meet you. Drew Garabo, John Senning. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. I'm I'm driving. I'm, I'm coming down here to spend the month, okay? All right. What are you going to do down and, here? Uh, just go to the beach, hang around. Oh, that must be I, a nice gig. I'm, like, what do you mean? Yeah. Just go to the like, like. Where are you coming from? You gonna you you taking off like from somewhere up north, and you go, man, I'm gonna spend a month at the beach. I'm from Pittsburgh. Ugh. Okay. Nah, no wonder. I mean, it's not. It's hey. Probably a lot nicer down here than it is up there, right? Greatest town in the country. If you say so, sure. I, I wanted, I wanted to make a comment. I've never heard you before. I don't oh. even know who you are. My name's Drew Garabo. It's, it's a pleasure to meet you. I know that. You're the. This is the best. Radio show I've heard in Florida since I've been coming down here, and I've been oh. coming down here for a long time. Oh, thanks, man. You're very good. Oh. How, how long have you been listening? Like today? Uh, maybe the last 45 minutes or so. Oh, that's that's awful nice of you. It's, uh, I mean, thanks. I appreciate that very much. Super nice of you. Well, it's the truth. I heard you talking about sodas before. See, we don't call them soda. We call it pop. Pop, pop. You sound like you might be uh, an old dude like me. Uh, I'm 50, and uh, back in the day, you'd go to the soda jerk, right? You ever uh, you ever go to the soda jerk? Yeah. Yeah. Guy's got a that what a bad you, bad position that is. Oh really? Okay, good. That's uh that's good. I'm glad to hear. That. I always like when there are guys older than me because that means you know I'm younger than somebody. What's a soda jerk? Soda jerk was like the soda the fountain the soda fountain. The guy behind the the fountain was called the soda jerk because he would jerk you the soda. From right. the soda fountain, so they call him the soda jerk. Well, that seems derogatory. Well, no, that was before jerk had negative connotations. See, that word used to be just fine, soda jerk, till Steve Martin's very popular movie in 1980 came out called The Jerk. Then, being called a jerk was something bad, but at the time, it was good. Now it could go either way. You could be a jerk, or you could be a jerk. 
Well, here on Urban um, Dictionary, it has the definition of a soda jerk being a little different. What's that on Urban Dictionary? Uh, def- uh, uh, yeah. It says a soda jerk is to, you yeah. know, is- in a soda can. Oh, that's the soda jerk. Yeah. To, to like, do to, to do that into a Dr. Pepper. Yeah, or the other soda jerk is to pleasure yourself with a full soda bottle. Oh, in yeah, the no, I, I, think, yeah. I think we got so, it. So, I mean, obviously, soda jerk means different things to different people. It does. So, you know, you guys are from a different time. You right. know, for us, for the youth, yeah. this is what we're into. Me and my man Pittsburgh here, we're from a different era that was more innocent. And uh, you, you come from the era of shoving uh, two-liter bottles up your tookie. Do you, you want it used in a sentence? <laughs> no, I don't. I think it's clean, though. Okay, go ahead. The old-style Coke bottle works best for a soda jerk. It fits good, is ribbed, and the caffeine enema keeps you... Okay. Th- thank you, Mr. Pittsburgh. I appreciate the kind words and you interacting in the show today. I hope you have a great afternoon. Hey, keep up the good work, buddy. We'll do it. Thank you, man. appreciate that. Sorry. Hey, you ever get a chance to come to Pittsburgh because it's the best city in the country? Okay. I thought I hung up on you. Thank you. 727-579-1025. I don't even think I've ever been through Pittsburgh. I went through Philadelphia once on a train uh, because of a horrible flight gone bad up to New York. I went to Pittsburgh just a couple years ago, and I was absolutely blown away. Like, I just envisioned it being, I'm going to be honest, dingy, scummy, dirty. It was absolutely beautiful. We took some walk up to the top of this hill and took a little train ride, and it's all very green and beautiful, and the city is, like, tight-knit. And they're one of these cities where the Steelers are, like, ingrained in the DNA. I mean, like, the walls of the city are yellow and black. Everywhere you go, it's nothing but Steelers stuff. And I just love seeing that that community feel okay you know what i want to put it on my bucket list I'm, i would like to visit pittsburgh i want to remove the idea that i have of pittsburgh in my head i would i would highly recommend it and i would have never thought i would ever ever say that and they got the permanis brothers the sandwich you know where they put the uh the slaw and the fries right on the sandwich go on the slaw and then the fries and then the meat of your choice on a nice uh toasted bread i think you're speaking my language good Seven two seven five seven nine one two five, like an Italian beef type sandwich. Um, not exactly. Oh. It's more of kind of like um like a deli style sandwich, but they put the fries in the slaw right on the sandwich. You made that abundantly clear. Well, I mean, I think that that's the selling point. That's the that's what makes it cool. Putting fries and slaw on it, but they're they're hand cut, delicious fries. Drew Grab alive. Who are you? Hi, what's up? Can you uh, can you pick up your phone, please? I'm sorry. I know Bluetooth is safer, but we don't care about safety. Hello? Can you I, hear me now? I sure can. What's up, darling? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. We're getting our car washed right now. Can I give um, a scary movie what I thought was scary to me? Okay, sure. As long as you would do when you say we're getting a car wash right now, who's in the who's getting a car wash with you? Uh, my boyfriend. Would you would you just without saying a word of why, would you just reach your hand down the front of his pants just to see how he reacts? He's laughing. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. Good. I just I, I like to foster romanticism in couples, and I like to make sure everyone's uh, you know in touch with their partner sexually. So good job. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Let's hear what you think is a scary movie. What really scared me the most, and always had me on my toes, was The Mist. That Stephen King movie, The Mist. That was a scary one. They were in a grocery store when it came through, right? Or is that the fog? I think uh, I'm yeah, thinking no, of the fog. No, no is that the mist? No, in the beginning, yeah, it started off in the grocery store. What I hated the most about was the ending. It broke my heart. I don't remember. Uh, 
paid to highlight everything and like that. Okay, well, don't say anything. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go it. watch it now. I don't want you spoiling it for me. But I, I ain't got no spoiler alert. No spoiler. All right, now do it again with both hands this time. Uh, put the phone down and see how he reacts this time. I got it. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> he says, all right, it's enough. <laughs> enough? Well, how long have you been going out? Well, now we're out of the car wash. He's got oh, a, you know, precious uh, cargo, you know. I understand. All right. Nobody wants to die over an HJ. Thank you very yeah. much. I, you guys have a great night. Stay together unless you're not happy, in which case break up, okay? No, we're happy together. I'm right. ready to play the game. Yeah, there's the Ready? What game? Does somebody already win? Oh. Oh. Uh, oh, boy. Do you want the honest answer or the one that's going to make you feel better? Okay. Somebody already won. They did, but I, I got a couple extra names just for S's and G's. I could give you a couple of names. You could tell me if it's a Halloween or a just for teen. Okay, just for fun. Heather Locklear. Halloween or just for teen? Just for teen. Yeah, she was Amanda on Melrose Place, but I don't know that that's a teen drama, John. That's more of a young adult drama. Melrose took 90210 and made it for young adults, and they brought in Heather Locklear to save that show. Uh, well, you know, I think with most people, 90210 and Melrose Place are one and the same. Got to agree to disagree. Yeah, you, you know, pretty much the same. Uh, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. 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 I never know how to say Trejo. 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 Huh? Trio. Um, sounds like a, uh, for an adult, that last name. I would say, you know, Halloween. Yeah, he'd be very scary in a teen drama. I wouldn't want to see a teen <laughs> drama that Danny Trejo's a part of. Good God almighty. <laughs> uh, and finally, Dustin Diamond. Dustin Diamond. That's up of um, uh, Saved by the Bell, that guy. So, Screech. oh, man. Yep. Uh, I guess teens. She's a I smart guess, lady. Back in the day. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Uh, by the way, I just saw that K-Dubs tweeted that Squirt was the top echelon of all soda pops and is nothing like Mountain Dew. It's a grapefruit-flavored soda. And I've always heard that Squirt has an ingredient, how do I put this nicely, that not a lot of people like to drink. But I don't think it has that ingredient in it. Um, well, the fact of the matter is, if you just honestly just put it up to your face and smell it a little bit, right. you're going to note that ingredient in which you like to deny is definitely there see for me i guess i don't get a chance to smell squirt soda because every time i've had it someone's shaking the bottle so i open it up and just squirt everywhere i mean i can't even get any in my mouth or in my nose or anything just squirt is everywhere so i don't know what it has in it maybe it's just best we don't know what's in squirt just keep it a mystery yeah because i mean i think i think everybody in you know most people enjoy a squirt so it's like, why do we have to decipher and figure out what's in Squirt? Why can't we all just be glad it's there? Why can't we just appreciate it for what it is? Yeah. Squirt. Mm-hmm. Soda. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. What do you do to a 12-year-old girl who fabricates a race-fueled hate attack? We'll figure it out next.